Hey guys, this is Molly. Today we're going to talk about something interesting and I want to know what you think. Have you ever felt like, had a moment where you were like, is God really fun? Like, is being a Christian really fun? And have you ever felt like there's like standards and things that I have to follow and it's just hard sometimes and sometimes I don't want to have those rules as much for my life. Well, we're talking about today how I've been working through that, what God has been showing me about the no's that we have as a believer, but also the yeses that we have in Christ. And so I hope that this is inspiring to you today. Well, happy Monday, you guys. I cannot believe we are halfway through the summer now. It's just crazy to me how it is flying by so fast. We have like a week and a half left of July, and then it's August, and I'm just like, no, I want it to slow down. I've been really enjoying having more free time. So I'm not homeschooling my daughter, Emma, of course, in the summer. And so that is freeing up so much time for us to go and do hikes and go to the beach and do things with friends. And of course, I'm not taking Cole to preschool and I'm working just a little bit less this summer. And so there's actually days now that I'm like, I don't have really anything on the calendar. What am I going to do today? And so I've been trying to fill it up with like doing things with friends more. And it's just been so nice to connect with people more. I realize that this year, this school year, kind of like from September till, till June, I just was super like in the zone of like, things I had to get done and oftentimes where I felt over overwhelmed um, just by feeling how much was on my plate and going to work and driving cold to preschool and, and finding time you know to do a couple hours of homeschooling a day and it was a lot so I think it's so nice to just have a break from that and before I get into the school year it'll be a, a good opportunity maybe in August for me to kind of reevaluate like okay what is my mindset going to go be going into the school year and how can I manage my time better one thing I feel like I need to have is a better morning routine. I do not have a morning routine. My morning routine is literally stay in bed as long as the kids are in bed so I can get as much sleep as I want. And it's not really working for me. I've heard that. And I want to know if you guys have a morning routine, let me know. Shoot me an email or write me on Instagram because I've heard people that have a morning routine, like a consistent, like I do this and I do this and I do this. Like it helps amazingly with their like productivity for the day and how they feel about the day. And so I was just telling a friend, I'm like, I think I need to do this. I think I need to have a morning routine if it would help me be more organized and just feel less overwhelmed about my routine during the school year. So I'll keep you guys informed if I decide to enact a morning routine. Before I get into the podcast, I want to talk to you guys about some stuff I got to share with you. My share worthy stuff. And you're like, if you're like, what in the world is she talking about? Share worthy stuff. And you're new to the podcast and you haven't heard me do this segment before. Um, Share worthy stuff is just a silly little name. I came up for me sharing things that I'm into right now, things that I feel like you should know about. And don't worry, it's not always stuff like something that you have to go out and buy. It's other things too. I didn't want it just to always be like, go out and buy these things because I love them because I'm not buying a ton of things all the time anyways. So I don't feel like I have a ton of things to share in that sense. But other little things I'm into. And the first thing I have to share today is a podcast that I think 
many of you will really like because this is for people who are deep thinkers that want to know God's word better, that want to know what the Bible says about things going on in culture right now. And it's the Just Thinking podcast. And the two guys who do this, they are two black guys. Um, One's name is Virgil and the other name is Daryl, and they are incredibly smart. And the reason I mentioned their ethnicity is because they have a wonderful perspective on certain things going on in our culture right now. Like, for example, they did a podcast that was absolutely amazing on slavery reparations. And I really enjoyed hearing their perspective from their background being black, two black men, um, sharing their opinion on that. But really, more than sharing their opinion because they're sharing what God's word says on that topic. But, um, it's just absolutely amazing. Their knowledge that they have of God's word. They say so many really big words that I'm like, I don't really know what that means, but so many times they will explain things. They, they really start their podcast from the ground up and explaining things and building on things. And I just, man, I just really admire them. And it's so encouraging to me when I'm listening to other believers that are on a podcast or YouTube channel that are sharing God's truth, that really have strong standards and are really basing what they believe and how they're viewing things going on in today's world from God's word. They're not basing it off of how they feel about things or what sounds good, but really what God's word says. It just really encourages me. So If you want something to listen to, to go deeper, I would really encourage you to listen to that podcast. The second thing I have to share, it's summertime, and I feel like I use this more, and that's lotion, but not just any lotion. So background here, I have struggled with like eczema since I was a kid, mainly on my hands, and so I've always been really particular about what lotion I use because I couldn't use everything. Like Some would make my hands itch more or whatever. And I finally found a lotion that I like will stick to probably forever because I love it. I mean, I've had, I've been using it for a number of years, but I've never shared it with you guys on the podcast and it's the hemp's lotion. Now I think it's so funny that it is a hemp lotion because, you know, then we immediately think, oh, is there like THC in it or (laughs) something? No, there's no weed in it. So you don't have to worry about that. I'm not sharing with you something like that, which this whole craze of the whole like CBD oil thing, I don't really know what to think about all that. It's very weird, interesting to me. I don't know. But this this lotion just has like hemp seed oil in it, I believe. So that's why it's called hemp's lotion. I love it though. And if you have really sensitive skin like me, I would highly suggest you trying it out. Um, yeah, I love it. The last thing I want to share for my shareworthy stuff is I had some friends over the other day for dinner and we just, we made burgers on the barbecue, super easy, but I also made sweet potato fries in the oven. And I was like, I have to share this on the podcast because this is super easy. And summer is a time when you want like really simple things to make for yourself or for having friends over. And I can't take credit for this recipe because I got, um, Oh, HelloFresh box. And they had this recipe and I just saved it 
so I could recreate it later even though I don't get the boxes regularly because they are quite expensive, but super fun to try every once in a while. Anyways, sweet potato fries are so easy to make. They're fresh, and I know they always say sweet potatoes are better for you than potatoes, and of course, anything that you make fresh is so much more healthy than something that's frozen or store-bought. So basically, you just cut up a whole sweet potato. You don't have to like take the skin off. Cut them up in like one-inch slices and put like salt, garlic, onion, and paprika, all those things, all those powders on it. Put it in the oven for like 450 and let it cook. And they're so yummy to have with a burger. So I wanted to share with that with you guys. You know what? I used to love to cook and to bake all the time before I became a single mom. And I would try out different recipes and always trying new things. And then I became a single mom and I had suddenly had two kids and I was like, I don't have much time for this or, or like mental energy for this. I kind of decided to put my focus on other things. So when I come across an easy recipe that's super yummy, it's like, yes, this is exactly what I need. So hopefully that'll help you out. If you try it, let me know what you think. Um, B, yeah, really yummy. Talking about food. This is something that relates to what I'm talking about today, and I feel like it is worth sharing because it's a little tiny achievement, but feels like a big achievement for me in my life. And, you know, we're talking today about when we feel like there's a lot of no's in our life and is like, you know, walking with God fun? Is it really fun? Like, and how do we deal with those no's and the things that God doesn't want us to do? Well, I feel like this little victory in my life relates so much to this because um, little background story. So for me growing up, like with food, I was never super healthy. Like I was the girl that loved bagels and loved like crackers and cheese. And like, I remember if my parents were going to be gone for the night um, and my mom was like, okay, you're going to have to fix something for yourself. I would never like go and like fix myself chicken and like rice or something. I probably at that time, actually, I didn't even know how to fix those things. So this was my go-to thing. It was nachos. Very simple. Just put tortilla chips and then put cheese on it, put it in the microwave and boom, good to go. That's what I ate for dinner. So see my very healthy background of eating. Well, fast forward to, um, when, Before my husband and I, my former husband and I separated when things were kind of bad between us, there was like this shift for me in, I feel like it was a shift in how I viewed food. It started to become something that was like more of a comfort thing for me. And, and then when I became a single mom, even more so I started seeing like desserts and treats as like something I felt like I deserved after like a long, hard day. And it was something I really looked forward to but it started to become like a like if I was stressed it would be like you know stress eating and um I realized like that it wasn't good letting letting well eating that much sugar I was eating too much sugar and letting food kind of control me in that sense and I'm still like working on because I'm just not I'm not the type of person that loves eating healthy I try to eat healthy but like eating salad, I'm never like, oh, yay, this is this is so amazing. I love this. Like, no, I'd like much rather have bread or something. <laughs> but um, the last few, like the last few months, I started feeling really discouraged and not like feeling great about myself, like physically how I looked, like my pants. I think I said this on Instagram like a couple times. My pants were getting tighter and just like 
I gain weight in my stomach area. And I know many of you are going to be like, Molly, you're so skinny, which I am. Thankfully, I have like genetic, like skinnier, smaller bones or whatever, but it's kind of the, the tummy section is where I gain weight. And so I was just feeling like discouraged and, and I decided, okay, well, I heard someone say this was their kind of plan with eating. They said like, during the week, they would, try, they would try to be really healthy, and then Fridays and Saturdays were like their free day to eat whatever they wanted to eat. And I was like, hey, I could possibly do that. I'm going to try that out. So the last couple weeks, I've been trying to just be better. Now, this is a slow process for me. So I love cereal. I'm like addicted to cereal, so I'm still eating cereal every morning and chips and things like that. I still haven't quite managed to cut those out. I really love those, but... I'm starting to see victory in the sense that I've been cutting way back on sweets and desserts. And I'm super thankful for God helping me have self-control and growing and learning in this because I'm seeing this victory of I'm feeling better about myself. I'm not feeling so much concerned about how I look as much. Like it's just, it's because I know I'm doing better at eating that it's not so much like a, a worry or like feeling bad about myself. Anyways, all that to say, that's my little victory that I'm I'm working on and I'm super excited and it sounds silly because if you're like a super healthy eating person and it comes easy to you or you're easily disciplined, then you're like, oh my goodness, Molly, like come on now. But for me, this is accomplishment and I just realized that this is like my no right now in life. One of my no's is like I got to be more disciplined. No, you can't have dessert every night or multiple times a day, limiting it. And because of me saying no to this, like I'm seeing victory and will say yeses in other parts of my life. Like I'm feeling more encouraged and just feeling less worried about how I look and all of that because I'm feeling better. So all that to say, this, this week also I was feeling another little, I don't know, no in my life. I'm going to term it that way as we have this conversation. Um, Something that I always struggle with. So I was doing, I kind of took this break of listening to to not listen to any non-Christian music. And so for like maybe last month or so, I was only listening to more than that, maybe a couple months, only listening to Christian music. And I was starting to see how much that was that was changing my mood like i was feeling like more positive and just more focused on christ and just more like uplifted not that i was like thinking about jesus every second but just feeling more uplifted and then i kind of was getting sick of the music that i was listening to like okay i listen to this stuff a lot and i wanted to listen to things more popular things right now and so i kind of switched back to listening to more non-christian music and it's crazy to me because Nowadays, so much of the new non-Christian stuff, like either there's sex in it or there's like swear words in it. And so a lot of times when I'm listening to some songs, like in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, like, I don't know if this is really that good to be listening to. And also as a parent, when you have kids and they're listening to music with you, it like sets the standard of like responsibility, like way higher because it's like, oh, I don't want them repeating like you know, a bad word or like hearing something that's, that's not appropriate for little ears. And so I just kind of was battling with this and I, I still don't have the answer and the solution to it because I do get sick of Christian music listening to it because I feel like a lot of times it's more like melancholy and like, 
I don't know how to explain it. Well, here, let me explain it in this sense. I heard Peter Furler from the Newsboys. He was talking about Christian music. And he's like, so much of the Christian music nowadays is like, it feels like you're like at a funeral. And he was just talking about how Newsboys, the history of their music has always been like more positive and like joyful sounding. And I was like, yeah, that's true. Um, A lot of Christian music nowadays does feel very serious and very melancholy kind of. And a lot of the lyrics and the words are really good and super focused on Christ. But finding that that balance of like, okay, I love listening to upbeat music. And I'm a musical person. Like I, I've sung growing up. I played bass guitar in high school. And I started learning acoustic guitar um, the last year or so. So I love music. I love variety in music, all different kinds of things. And so trying to figure that out. But I was really struggling with feeling like, God, like, I feel like this is an area where you don't feel very fun because, like, I love this kind of music, but in the back of my mind, I'm feeling convicted about it. And not all non-Christian music, but just ones that have things, lyrics that aren't good. I'm very in tune with the lyrics and what the song is presenting and what it is saying. And so I was really getting kind of, like, discouraged and kind of burdened with that. And, you know, when you feel like you know there's something you're not supposed to be doing you can just like get stuck in that and frustrated with that and what was crazy God brought to my mind the passage in Genesis where um the serpent is tempting Eve and I know God brought this verse to my mind and I'm going to share it with you guys I think it's just so interesting and from me remembering this verse God just really spoke to me with with what I was kind of dealing with, not only just feeling like I had a no with music, but just other things in my life that I'm like, this is hard, God. (laughs) Anyway, so you know when the serpent tempts Eve and he says, did God actually say you shall not eat of any tree in the garden? And the woman said to the serpent, we may eat of the fruit of the trees in the garden, but God said, you shall not eat of the fruit of the tree that is in the midst of the garden, neither shall you touch it lest you die. Well, As I was thinking about that passage, I was realizing, well, God was showing me that one of the biggest ways Satan tries to get at us is is pointing out that like one no and trying to get us to forget all the other yeses that we have in God. And Adam and Eve in the garden, they had freedom to do pretty much whatever they wanted. They could eat of all the other trees of the field like they God put them in charge of animals like they lived in this beautiful wonderful paradise and you know if we think about living it in that world we think that would be perfect that would be amazing I don't feel like I would need anything else and yet Satan tried to get at Eve with the one thing the one thing that God said no to her and to Adam to do he wanted her to focus on that one no thing. And I just think that's so applicable to our life that a lot of times Satan tries to get at us with saying, yeah, God doesn't want you to do that. Like, and get us to just zone in and focus and be obsessed by that and forget about all the other wonderful, amazing blessings that we have in Christ and the freedom that God gives us. And I read this one quote that I thought was really good. And it said, the devil never shows you the consequences of sin. Satan always wants to show us the the fun of sin, which is always temporary, followed by 
a lot of consequences later. You know, he always wants to tempt us with that thing that appeals often to like our physical desires. For Eve, it was like taste, but whether it's like our sexual desires, our physical desires, our for me, like food, like eating too much sweets and things like that. A lot of times, not always our physical desires, but he, he wants to appeal to something that is, is easy gratification, quick gratification, quick and, and something that's temporary, that doesn't have lasting positive value. And so I felt like God was speaking to me and that, that he was saying to me, Molly, focus on what I have given you the things that you do have, the things that you can do in Christ. And um, I want to just first tell you or just talk about areas in our life where we can feel like as believers, it, it, it can be super hard to say no to things. For example, like in media, like for me, music, whether it's music or shows that everyone's talking about like for example when everyone was talking about game of thrones and i was like yeah i'm not gonna be watching that because i knew it had a lot of nudity in it it can be like weird feeling like i'm kind of out of the loop with what's going on because uh, yeah i guess i probably shouldn't watch that you know and it, and it can feel discouraging i mean i don't know about you but sometimes i've clicked through netflix and been like oh that looks like a cool show try it nope not a good one and you're just clicking through and feeling so discouraged because it's like is there anything good to watch is there anything any good music to listen to like another area is clothing it can be discouraging feeling like man like so many girls are wearing these cute things, but they're not really that modest. And I feel like I have to be different and that's hard. Go back and listen to my um, modesty and attainable beauty episode if you feel like you're struggling with that because I do talk about, uh, talk about that. Another area is through our words. Um, sometimes it can be like, do I really have to, like, is it really that bad for me to say those, those not good words, those... Um, profanity words like is it really that big of a deal and of course like God does care about what we say out of our mouth but sometimes it can be hard being different with what we say another area that this is probably the biggest one is like sexuality Uh, I think Satan tries to get at us so many times with saying like is it really that bad to you know have sex before marriage or is it is it really that big of a deal like what I identify with if I decide I want to be homosexual homosexual or not like Satan can tempt us with those things largely and, and our culture is so over sexualized it's such a huge thing in our culture today that I think it's a, it's a big temptation that Satan tries to bring in our lives but the that issue is huge and can deeply affect our walk with God and if we choose to go down a path that God doesn't want us to go down. Um, another area is like where we go and the decisions of how we're going to spend our time. You know, if we have friends that are like always wanting us to go to the bar or, or doing things that we just know are not good, it can be hard to say no and to be like, this is my reason why I can't go. Um, but I think it's important for us to focus on the freedom that we have in Christ, the yeses we have in Christ, and surrounding ourselves with 
other believers that are seeking to follow after Christ and being involved in church and finding godly people to look up to. These are the ways that we can counteract that feeling of feeling burdened. Like I think a lot of times what it comes down to is Satan wants to isolate us to feel like I'm the only one that's trying to walk the straight and narrow. I'm the only one that is dealing with these struggles of of having to be different and feeling like I have to say no to these things. And that's so not true. There's so many believers all across the world that are wanting to stand for the truth. And so we need to surround ourselves with other people that are walking with Christ in our church, in our friend circle, people that we can look up to, finding godly examples, and also focusing on who Jesus is and what he has given us. And lastly, like finding our unique calling in life, what our personal calling that God has for us and sticking to that calling. All of those things can help us experience more freedom and realizing what we do have in Christ and what we can do as a believer. There's a verse in 2 Corinthians that just came to my mind. There's a song. It's a worship song that is going around right now. And um, I love this song. It's called Yes and Amen. Do any of y'all know it? It's kind of the one line is, All your promises are yes and amen. Faithful you are. Anyways, that's how the song goes. Well, that song is based off of a passage in the Bible, which I'm going to read to you guys. If I can find it, I just sang that to you guys so I can try to find the verses and I can't find it. Okay, hold on. Okay, I found the verse. It's 2 Corinthians 1.20, and it says, For all the promises of God find their yes in Him, in Him meaning Jesus. That is why it is through Him that we utter our amen to God for His glory. That verse came to my mind because it just so clearly speaks that our yeses are in Jesus Christ. Our ultimate satisfaction and contentment in life is only in Jesus Christ. And he has fulfilled those things for us through his death on the cross and resurrection. And whenever Satan tries to get us down, get us to focus on those few things that are like, no, we can't, we can't do, and tries to make us think that we're missing out on enjoyment or we're missing out on great life experiences, that we just go back to and say, nope, this is what I know to be true, that everything in Christ is my satisfaction, my contentment, and my yeses in life are in Jesus Christ. And I took some time to write down some um, positive truths. You know, I was thinking of positive affirmations. No, I'm not going to use that word because that's so self-love-y-ish. And ugh, no, not saying that. But truths that we have in Christ. Yeses that we have in Christ. And I'm going to share with you those now. And I'm also going to post these on Instagram a little bit later today. So if you want to screenshot them, save them to your phone and just have them in there to remember and remind yourself of what you do have in Christ whenever you feel burdened or discouraged. I would encourage you to save that to your phone. So here they are. The first one is, I am free from the weight and guilt of sin. The second one is, I am never alone. Christ lives in me. The Holy Spirit lives in us. Number three is, I have purpose in life even in the midst of pain. You know, as a believer, no longer do we have to feel like 
things are happening to us for just who knows what reason. Why did I get this terrible struggle in my life? We know that everything is filtered through God's loving hands. The fourth one is, I am loved completely and fully by Jesus Christ. And that can be so comforting to us when we feel maybe unlovable or we feel let down by others, that Christ is the one that is loving us fully and completely and so innocently and purely is Christ's love. Okay, so number five is I can enjoy the adventure of life because God is the creator, the sustainer, and the provider of my days. I use those three words because God is the one that continues our days for as long as he wills it and what what is in his best what is in our best interest god god is the creator of our days he's the one that creates our story and our plan and it's so much more beautiful than anything not our plan doesn't create our plan but creates our days and is is so much more beautiful than anything that we could you know aspire to create on our own and also i use the word provider because God is the one that provides for this adventure of life. He's the one that's going to come through and to take care of us. And we can enjoy the adventure of life because God's in control. Just what I talked about last week about letting go of control. And the last one I felt like was important to mention is I have the gift of being a light in a dark world to show God's goodness. It really is a gift to be able to shine for Jesus and to be that light of God's goodness to others that are hurting in this world who don't have the answers, that don't have the solutions, are are trying to grasp for some kind of contentment in this life, but don't have it. And we as believers have that opportunity to be the gift of a light for him, shining out his glory. So those are the six truths I wanted to share with you today. Um, And I hope that they encourage you to be reminded of the yeses, that we have in Christ. And I'm going to pray for you guys now. Lord Jesus, I just pray that in times in our life when we feel burdened by the road that we have to walk, that is narrow and sometimes hard and not easy to say no to our fleshly desires, to say no to temptations, to say no to what the world offers that sometimes looks fun but is temporary and, and full of many disappointments and consequences lord but in you christ is the fullness of joy that we can have and i just pray that we would walk in freedom that we would walk in your truth that we would be able to experience your peace and rest by focusing and being fulfilled in in the yes of you the jesus christ and your gift of salvation that you have given us lord in jesus name we pray amen All right, so last week I had a little challenge for you guys. I've got another one for you this week. This is my challenge. If you feel like there's something that you are struggling with saying no to in your life, whether it's a personal conviction that God has specifically called for you or there's something that is you know, clearly in God's word that you know you shouldn't be doing, but it's really hard, I want to encourage you to take the minute to call up a trusted friend or a mentor and just be honest with them. This is what I'm dealing with. And to get the courage up to be open and share your heart with that person, asking them for advice and encouragement and prayer. And I know God is going to use that to 
help you, to encourage you to do the right thing. See, like I said earlier in the podcast, Satan tries to make us feel isolated by feeling like we're the only one dealing with something. And yet there's so many other believers that go that are going through the exact same things that we're dealing with. And we're not alone and we don't need to be ashamed or feel like we have to be secretive about our struggles because we are all in this together. And that's partly what this podcast is about. As I'm open with you, I hope that you feel like you're not alone in in what you're going through in life. So I want to thank you guys for listening to the podcast today. I will see you guys next week in my next podcast. Okay, bye.